0: This is Eye on Health. Delving into your overall well-being with Arab Health on Dubai Eye 103.8. Fantastic to have you with us. You are listening to Dubai Eye 103.8. I'm Helen Farmer and this is Eye on Health brought to you by Arab Health and MedLab Middle East. Digital health is the new landscape for general and specialist medicine according to the Bioscience Italian Institute. And Joining us now is the founder, Mr Giuseppe Mucci. Giuseppe, thank you so much for being with us. I'm so fascinated to hear a little bit about what you've been doing at the Institute and what the implications could be for us, the general public, and of course, you know, should we become your patients at some point. So tell us a little bit about your background first and why you decided to found that Institute.
1: First of all, uh, it's very important to consider that the digital medicine arrive quickly and easily in all homes and to all people and we have to use these skills and uh, the aim of to use the technological uh, innovation based on what is the development of our company and our patent is uh, based on the management of the physiological condition that are responsible and are driver of the most important disease and uh, this this condition can be treated before the disease is uh, developed so with an extensive and widespread access to the population, we can monitor and manage the fat, uh, f- uh, pathophysiological or physiological condition of the population mm-hmm. that there the, are the condition that uh, are the driver of the disease. And the doctor can treat this uh, driver condition uh, with a lower cost and uh, with the more effectively uh, results. Because um, to treat the inflammation, to, it's better than to treat the disease that uh, are uh, the consequence of the inflammation.
0: Mm-hmm. So in terms of your focus at the Institute, what is it that you treat um, specifically? Can you give us an idea of, of what happens there?
1: Yes. So uh, what's happened that, um, uh, which is... Uh, in in the development of the disease like a cancer in this moment in the world, the prevention is done by the cancer early detection, but the cancer detection can detect the cancer only when it's already formed. And this is not prevention of the cancer. Mm-hmm. This is prevention from death from cancer. Mm-hmm. In fact, the the death from cancer is going to be reduced. Uh, statistically, but the, the, the patient that have a cancer is going to increase. What we are going to do, we are going to in, identify the, uh, the driver condition development of a cancer. It is a physiological, physiopathological condition. So we detected the, the genetic instability, we detected the, the chronic inflammation, the bacterial imbalance and the immunosystem deficiency these four conditions are the conditions that uh, from which the cancer is developed mainly based on the uh, genetic instability because uh, we, how the cancer develop mm-hmm. when our uh, body is no more able to repair the damage that our dna receive from uh, environment and receive, uh, and uh, a lot of uh, uh risk uh, factor so what we created is a dash- dashboard for the doctor with which he can understand when the onco gene the gene that uh, to repair this damage is not working we will develop the cancer in 5 15 years what we are going to do so we created the algorithm with which we can assess if this uh, oncopressor gene if uh, is able to repair or not our damage.
0: I'd love it if you could talk me through it. So let's say I was a potential patient, Giuseppe, can you talk us through that process? Um, and ultimately how, what, what that would look like from a patient point of view. So I come to you yes. and I say, I'm, I'm worried about developing cancers, or I just want to have a good overview of my health so I can then look for preventions and management.
1: It's very simple. Uh, In the the past, in the last 20 years, uh, the genomic uh, was used to, to try to understand if there is a predisposition of uh, development of the cancer, but just a predisposition. It was not interesting because when you know that you have predisposition, then you cannot make any action. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the last uh, seven years, it was uh, 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 developed a new technology. With this technology, we can assess if in the, in our DNA is uh, is going to be accumulated the damage during the life uh, based on the risk factor. In the past, this was not possible. through the the assessment of the accumulation, progressive accumulation of this damage, we can understand if we are going to develop a cancer or not. But this is possible because through the uh, blood collection, uh, we uh, um, we can detect inside the blood of any person, the circulating free DNA. The circulating free DNA is a fragment of the DNA that is circulating the blood. And the use of this fragment of DNA we can discover if uh, there are damage that our, our body uh, uh, is not able to repair. Wow. And if we discover this, uh, we discover that there is an accumulation of this damage. What to mean? Our body have no, is not more able to repair the damage. And uh, this is the cancer prodromal stage. What's mean? We are going to shift the paradigm of the prevention of the cancer from the cancer early detection to the cancer driver interception. it's when we we intercept the driver of development of the cancer and then we treat this before the cancer is already formed
0: that's incredible. It really is. And presumably, the more people you're working with, the more you start to identify patterns in terms of cancers in different regions and in different parts of the world, what's what's becoming more and more prevalent and why that might be. Um, and then, as you're saying, it's it's a step before prevention. What happens next, presumably, is to do with treatment. And I wondered where personalized medicine might be coming in when it comes to digital health. What What movement are we seeing in that part of the industry, Giuseppe?
1: So the um, having this dashboard and having this uh, parameter that are an indicator of the ability of uh, inability of our oncosophytogen to work, we assess the physio- physiological, physiopathological condition but is not a disease. And um, when you want to treat a condition that is not a disease, you cannot use a toxic product, you cannot use the drug because the drug have a toxic action mm-hmm. but there is a, a several uh, product that is biological product the name is a chemo preventive agent that uh, is a uh, um, is very good to treat the physiological condition driver of the cancer and the people uh, also that is in driving condition they can also make some action to change their uh, nutrition they still life attitude they can do a lot of a thing because uh, the driver condition is very simple condition when became cancer it became a complex condition mm-hmm. and when is complex you cannot use the simple action
0: so what kind of far reaching implications do you think digital health could have um i know we're talking about specifically what you're doing at the institute when we look at healthcare in general and maybe that is the day-to-day it's the sore throats of a a child or you know care of the elderly where do you think it could be going in the next five to ten years
1: the it's very important to know that the the big goal of this cancer driving transception is the data is artificial intelligence is the machine learning why because having the 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 right data Uh, collected uh, in the right way from the uh, GP doctor, it will be possible to have the longitudinal, multi-target and uh, multi-biomarker data that will help us to create the predictive algorithm. In this case, using the digital uh, artificial intelligence, we can predict the disease before the disease is already formed and also it will be possible to create the biomarker of the driver condition of development of the cancer and having this biomarker will be possible to develop new drug and the new product a new agent that are able not just to treat the disease but to treat the driver condition of development of disease because the problem is moment that there is not the, the right perimeter of identification of the driver condition, when we will still we will uh, uh, ready to have the biomarker of the driver condition, then all the pharmaceutical company will work to develop the target the drug to treat this.
0: And in terms of that wider outside of cancer, where where do you see the applications of digital health?
1: The the the, the digital health is uh, is mainly. Uh, focused on the um, diffusion of uh, all the um, education Mm -hmm. and data collection. Because um, based on this concept, if we wanted to shift the paradigm of the prevention from the early detection to the driver interception, we first we need to make the education of the doctor, education of the patient and then for and based on this education we have to start to put them to be available to send us the data with which we can make the monitoring of the physiological condition and then we can support the patient based on this. What's happened that the impact of uh, economic and the social cost will be reduced because we will extend the quality of the life mm-hmm. we delay development of disease we avoid development of disease in this case the, I, I can, uh, for the, any government the impact of the cost of healthcare will be low but also the quality of the life of the people will be better and because we extend the the healthy condition of the people and the through the uh, how? Because we delay development of disease.
0: As you say, looking at cost and accessibility, potentially life-changing for individuals, but also for governments and whole countries here. Thank you so much for all the hard work you're doing there. Um, and this is here in Dubai right now. Um, You are there at the Bioscience Bioscience Italian Institute um, and you are looking at stem cells in particular. Um, So aside from cancer, where else do you see stem cell applications being effective um, in in other areas of health? Just while we have you on the line, because I think a lot of people are curious about how stem cells can be used for all sorts of different conditions.
1: Yes, we are the first and the unique uh, cell factory in the Middle East. So we have a laboratory. Uh, we opened here in 2013. So it's 10 years that uh, in Dubai Healthcare City we uh, make the fat collection from the patient, 20 cc of the fat. We extract the stem cells and expand the stem cells in uh, during in, in two three weeks. And after the stem cell expansion, the stem cells are ready to treat. Uh, a lot of uh, degenerative process of the body tissues. We treat the skin aging, higher loss, uh, joint osteoarthritis, uh, premature ovarian failure. uh, um, uh, We make the face shaping, uh, any treatment that can help uh, the body to have an an, anti-aging action. Because what we do, we inject new cells when the cells start to be old. Mm -hmm. The problem of the aging is that the stem cells in in our body, the cells in our body became old and uh, they need to be replaced. Mm -hmm. And what we do, we seem very simple, we replace the old cells with new cells. And thanks to this, we create a, a regenerative action that is helpful for any part of our body.
0: Wow. So everything from joints to hair loss, genetic issues as well. Where have you seen the most dramatic results? Are there any patient stories that have really affected you where you've seen a huge change in their quality of life, whether that is aesthetic or or, or kind of mental health or indeed the way they live their lives?
1: Uh, the, the impact is different patient by patient. We had a patient just uh, 80 years old, he would suffer from pancreatitis. And uh, he was desperate for this. Uh, after two treatments, he went to his doctor. His doctor told him, "What's going on? Your your pancreatitis disappeared. Why? Because the stem cells have very huge uh, anti-inflammatory action, and the pancreatitis is a, is a huge inflammation of the pancreas. Mm-hmm. So, because if you combine the the two uh, things, the inflammation and the property and action of stem cells." It's easy to understand also which could be the, the results of the treatment. So it's very easy, simple. We make the, a very important selection of the patient because we never want any patient to be treated if there is not the right indication to mm-hmm. treat him.
0: Mm-hmm. So do you think you could help me with my bad knees?
1: Of course, the <laughs> the is the knees is the one of the best application. Really? So worldwide mm-hmm. there is uh, I think around three hundred uh, clinical trial that are working to demonstrate how the. Stem cells working for the cartilaginous degeneration. Interesting. It's, a, it's, an, it's an evidence, uh, very, it's a standard treatment now.
0: Because every other doctor wants me to have a knee replacement, but I might come and see you first, Giuseppe. Thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you. Too. Really
0: Thank interesting too. to hear about what's already happening right here in the UAE and where this could very well be going in the future. Uh, Giuseppe Mucci joining us from the Bioscience Italian Institute. Thank you so much for your time, sir. Thank you. Bye bye. Eye on Health with Arab Health on Dubai Eye 103.8